Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talks. I'm Natalie. And I'm Evan. And in this episode we will be discussing our point of view on caffeine consumption amongst high school students. We believe that high school students should not be consuming caffeine at such a young age as there's many side effects. We will explain where caffeine comes from as well as the physical and mental side effects of caffeine. We will then introduce my sister Nicole to give her opinion on the controversial topic. Caffeine is not good for students as it has many negative side effects. We know this because we source many of these from government websites. And also, we have felt these side effects firsthand, and we are going to bring in a non-coffee drinker to give their own perspective. So our first point, we will be talking about the background and effects of caffeine and where it comes from. We will then lead into our own personal experiences and interview an outside source. So, where does caffeine come from? Well, it can be found in coffee beans, tea, cola nuts, and cacao pods, according to Medline Plus. So, some of the products that contain caffeine are chocolate, tea such as green or black, coffee, and some new products in the market are kombucha and yerba mate, and other energy drinks such as Red Bull and Monster. So, all of these contain caffeine. Caffeine has been proven to increase one's blood pressure as well as increasing the acid in stomachs. This increase in acid also causes heartaches and stomach aches. Caffeine works to stimulate one's central nervous system, causing one to be more alert and awake. The peak effectiveness after consumption is an hour after consumption. However, it may still hold effect for four to six hours. If ingested in large amounts... The effects may be more undesirable, such as shakiness, insomnia, headaches, dizziness, abnormal heart rhythm, dehydration, anxiety, and some cases you can be addicted to it. And speaking of addiction, that is where I come in because I personally am addicted to coffee and I intake caffeine every morning and have gotten in the habit of making a shot of espresso as soon as I wake up. However, um, some days I find myself in a rush or I just simply forget to drink a cup of coffee. So I don't get that caffeine for the day. And when this happens, I often feel extremely fatigued and I don't feel like myself for most of the day. And with that also comes a pounding headache and pain when I move my head. I also tend to get tension headaches because of the fatigue and lack of motivation that stresses me out. And um So just for most of the day, like, I'm not motivated to do really anything. And it's kind of weird because I feel like caffeine is, like, a big part of my day. And it kind of, like, since I've gotten to – I've implemented it into my schedule, it's like I can't start my day without it, which is really bad because, you know, I'm – Yeah, that's pretty bad. (laughs) I'm literally – like, I'm literally a teenager and I should not be experiencing addiction at 17 years of age. Teachers who wake up at 5 a.m. drink coffee for that. Like, I just drink coffee when I wake up at, like, 9 a.m. Because I'm like, oh, I'm tired. But no, I don't need it. No, we actually saw that happen when we were doing our previous podcast. Natalie was complaining while we were driving around. She was like, I have a headache. She was not happy. We did get food, though, which was better. Yeah, literally, in anticipation of the podcast that we were filming, I did not have any caffeine for the day. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to have five cups So, and we ended up driving around for a while, getting all the materials, and that resulted in me not having caffeine for a significant amount of time. 
and I was not used to that. So I literally like I went around and I was having a headache and I was not doing well. <laughs> I was very irritable as well. It, was it wasn't a pretty sight, but it's okay. We got through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've just found myself relying on caffeine to like to start my day and to um make me a better person in the morning. <laughs> I don't like so I've been trying to make this experience better <laughs> and to you know lessen my addiction by just having some days I'll just not have coffee and I'll just have like matcha or tea or something which does hold me over for a little but I do find myself falling asleep really early or like wishing I was asleep for most of the day okay but at least you're working on it you're working on it yeah but <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's just funny because the last person that told me they were working on um, reducing their caffeine addiction was my volleyball coach, who's a lot older than I am. Oh, so okay. you have the caffeine addiction of a fully grown man, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Perfect. But you know what? <laughs> caffeine addiction is not sexist. It can happen to any gender in any age. <laughs> Yes, be aware, man. Also, no, statistics show that regular coffee drinkers, on average, it's only 17% of men, while 76% of women drink caffeine on a daily basis. Oh, so my, you know what? Caffeine addiction can be biased. (laughs) Just a bit. Okay, that's actually kind of good, because I actually kind of got over my caffeine addiction last year. Not to rub it in your face, Natalie. Wow. Um... But last year, I didn't just, like, straight shots of caffeine. I would remember if I had, like, a long night of studying. There were nights where I stayed up to, like, three just crying about math. Oh, as you should. As I should. In the mornings, I would honestly just order four shots of espresso to compensate for my lack of sleep. I remember one day, this was, like, finals week. I went and I was like, four shots of espresso, please. Mm -hmm. Ice espresso. And the guy was like, long night. And I was like, yeah. And he was like... I feel you, I'm a college student, and I never felt so connected to someone. Um, So basically, the bus, if I did not get, like, on the right bus, if the bus came late, I just didn't get my coffee at all. Like, no time, gotta walk to school, you know? And I remember those days, I would just be in the pissiest mood. Like, I'd have headaches, I would not, I would just, like, I'd snap at people. (laughs) I would just be really mad at the world. And I definitely fall asleep in class. Spanish was a very popular time to fall asleep for me. Um, that, was nap, that was nap time. So while people actually do stay up late and they expect to get better grades because they're up studying, right? This actually is the opposite. So in a study done in 2017 by Kent University, Danielle Gabriel used college-age student like undergraduates to test whether or not caffeine had a negative impact on their academic performance. She used like how much sleep they would get and how much it would affect their GPA. So while she did find there were positive effects such as increased athletic ability, there were a lot of negative effects that seemed to outweigh the positives. So she concluded that non-caffeine consumers receive significantly more hours of sleep than caffeine consumers, as well as have higher GPAs than caffeine consumers. With caffeine consumption, the central nervous system makes the, the central nervous system a lot more alert, so it makes it harder to get to sleep, which is 
why non-caffeine consumers do get more sleep. But this also negatively affects customers, as sleep is where we regenerate and grow, which is a vital aspect of our everyday lives. If one does not get enough sleep, they will not be able to process the short-term memory of, like, when they were studying into long-term memory. So this impacts all of the studying negatively. It will not help them do better on tests. So in the long run, the hours of studying are rendered useless when the test comes because you're not going to be able to remember anything. So now we have Nicole with us. Say hi, Nicole. Hi. <laughs> and um, so she doesn't really drink coffee. No. But do you ever drink coffee, like, for any reason or for or energy drinks? Yeah, when I have to stay up really late for school and I go to bed really late, then the next morning I'll usually have it. And then when I have to wake up really early for, like, um sports events like dance competitions and I'll go to Starbucks and get coffee just I don't know if it actually does anything but I feel like it just makes me feel like it's doing something the placebo effect yeah it's like well she just it like you tricks your it tricks your mind yeah yeah. it's doing something so I feel more awake yeah so why do you make this conscious decision to not drink coffee every morning um I feel like I don't really need it like I usually just have a lot of energy in the morning once I'm actually at school and I'm with other people, then I don't know, that just gives me energy and I'm not really, like, super tired. And on a regular basis, like, I don't really go to bed super, super late. Like, the latest is probably 11 or 11.30. That's good. I try, yeah, because I try not to go to bed super late. And then also, I don't like the way it tastes. Like, I think it just all tastes bad, so I just never get it. <laughs> do you think part of you not drinking coffee every day is because like you think caffeine negatively would affect you yeah because i think it like i think caffeine does negatively affect the body because everyone who starts drinking it then becomes addicted like i guess you could say quote unquote addicted they just feel like they need it every single morning and it doesn't really do anything for them eventually because their body becomes like immune to it if you know what i mean Right, you yeah, because your tolerance becomes yeah, yeah, you you get a higher tolerance to it, and then when you don't have it, you get like headaches and stuff. So it's just really bad. (laughs) Yeah, there's not really a point. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not addicted to. Yeah, so so basically, that's just your um opinion on caffeine intake at a high school age. Just like I mean, even college too. Well, I think college more people have it because they're like on their own you know what I mean so they feel like I don't know yeah because my mom used to regulate how much coffee I drank and then she just gave up and then called you alone and you can like go out and buy a yerba which not everybody's buying yerba mates or even some yeah or even some people do have um they probably do they allow coffee machines in your dorm I don't think so you I don't think you're actually allowed to but I mean like when you're in your own apartment I'm assuming that yeah it'll be easier Okay, guys, thank you for listening. We miss you so much, and we hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. Please listen in next time for our narratives that are going to be so interesting. Like, you're going to be on the edge of your seat.